Welcome to LHU, where we work through various topics, questions, and issues to help followers of Jesus engage their minds and grow in their faith. we've been talking about what it looks like to connect with God, and for a little bit, we've been focusing on the mindset behind it. What I want to do now is pivot and start to talk about the methods that we use to cultivate a relationship with God. And to introduce this, let's just run a scenario. Let's say you ask me how my relationship with my wife Mary is. Let's say I say, man, it's incredible. It's better than it's ever been. I just can't believe how great our relationship is going. You'd probably be like, wow. Let's say you follow up by asking, all right, man, that's, that sounds amazing. Let me just ask, what's going on in your lives? Like, what's Mary doing? I know she's a nurse. Is she working a lot? What are the kids doing? And just tell me a little bit about what's happening with her. Let's say I responded and said, well, <laughs> I mean, I don't really know what's going on. Uh, we haven't really talked now for, for a few months. If I said that, you would be understandably confused. You'd be like, hey, you, you just said this is the best your relationship has been. Now you're saying you haven't talked for a few months. What's going on? That doesn't make any sense to me because we understand inherently that in order for there to be a healthy relationship, there has to be healthy communication. And at the bottom of it, communication boils down to two things. It boils down to speaking and to listening. In fact, I would go so far as to say it's really, really difficult to imagine what a healthy relationship could possibly look like if speaking and listening are not a part of it. Now, we understand this with our natural relationships, but the same is true about our relationship with God. At the end of the day, a relationship with God really comes down to speaking and listening. We speak to Him through prayer, and we listen to Him through the Bible. So what I want to do in this class is talk about what it looks like to pray, to speak to God. Prayer can be defined as simply as that. Prayer is simply talking, speaking, communicating with God. Uh, but though that sounds simple as a pastor, after being a pastor for years now, I know that it's actually really, really difficult for a lot of people. In fact, I, I might go so far as to say it could be the hardest part about connecting with God is praying. This is for a number of reasons. Some people just feel really unnatural praying. And that's understandable. I mean, you're talking to someone that you can't see. That's, that's a little different than everyday relationships. Other people feel intimidated or, or unsure, insecure. They're not sure what to do. And so they're afraid of doing the wrong thing. And so they just sort of neglect a prayer life. So here's what I want to do is I want to give us a framework for daily prayer. We've been talking about connecting with God daily, so I want to talk about what daily prayer looks like. And I didn't come up with this framework. It's by Peter Gregg. He's the founder of the 24-7 prayer movement. He uses this framework to teach people all over the world how to cultivate a deep, thriving prayer life with God. And he uses the acronym PRAY, P-R-A-Y. First thing we do when we go to speak to God is we pause. I think part of the reason why it's harder to talk to God now than ever before is simply because we live so fast 
our rate of life is so much quicker than it was even a few decades ago. We don't have just these long stretches of time to think or to pray or to read. There's always something near at hand to distract us or to entertain us. If you have a smartphone, you know you have the whole internet in your pocket. And so part of connecting with God is we just have to pause and disconnect and breathe. This is why the psalmist says, be still and know that I am God. So before we speak to God, we still ourselves physically. We disconnect from all the flashing lights, all the advertisements. We still ourselves emotionally and spiritually. We take stock of what's going on inside of us. Do I feel frustrated? Do I feel angry? Am I disappointed? Is there any sin that has come between me and God? We pause. And then we rejoice. When you look through the pages of Scripture, one of the main points is that everything in our life is a gift from God. Even in the hardest situations, God's grace is active and moving. And so we look around and we rejoice. We rejoice at the things we're quick to notice, and we rejoice at the things that we take for granted. If you're watching this right now, your heart is beating, and you're not the one controlling it. You didn't design that heart. You didn't teach it how to beat. God did that. That's a gift. As you're watching this, your lungs are inhaling and exhaling air. You didn't make that air. That's a gift from God. And so we look around our life, we pause, and then we give stock for all the gifts that God has given. The fact that you woke up this morning, the fact that there's a roof over your head, we say, thank you for this gift. Thank you for that gift. Thank you. We acknowledge the goodness of God and we rejoice. And then we ask. Jesus told his disciples to pray, give us this day our daily bread, to lay your daily needs before God. Physical needs, food, finances, your emotional needs. Maybe you are raising young children and you just know, man, I'm gonna need patience today. Maybe you just have that coworker or that classmate and you think, God, show me, help me to be patient with this person. Maybe you have spiritual needs and you need wisdom because you're at a, a turning point in your life and you have to pick a direction and God, help me, help me choose what to do. Or maybe you're fighting temptation and you need God's strength to resist it. But whatever it is, what are your daily needs? And sometimes we get jammed up with this and we'll think, well, why do I need to tell God my needs if he already knows them? And that's an understandable question. Uh, but in some ways, it misunderstands prayer. Prayer is not about creating an Amazon wish list that you give to God, and then he just sends you the answer. But prayer is a relationship with your father, with your dad. And so you tell him your needs, and in so doing, you're cultivating this faith that you trust him, and then he answers prayers. And so it pushes you deeper into a relationship with him. It's not just about getting what you want. It's about relying on Jesus for what you need. So we ask, and then we yield. Jesus told his disciples to pray, your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we end our time of prayer, not by trying to force God into our kingdom, but by yielding to be a part of his. We don't take our plans for the day and try to squeeze God into that. Rather, with openness, transparency, we say, God, I, I want to be a part of your plan for the day. 
Help me see where you're already moving. Help me see the opportunities that you have created for me today. Help me be open to all the conversations, those that I planned on and those that I didn't. Let me look for, man, you want me to encourage somebody or love somebody with my words or Jesus, how, how even the challenges that I face that I wasn't anticipating, it's an opportunity to trust you more. And so here's my day, God. I'm, I'm, I'm yielding it to you. Use me as you see fit. Your kingdom come, your will be done. I yield. Maybe you started this class and you weren't sure how to pray. Let me just tell you, if you spend two or three minutes pausing, rejoicing, asking, and yielding, don't look now, but you just spent 10 minutes praying, talking in a conversation with your creator. And maybe that seems like a small thing, but it's those small things that are done intentionally and are done consistently that that cultivate a deep, thriving, life-giving, joy-producing prayer life with God. So take some time today. Don't wait till tomorrow. Take some time to pause, rejoice, ask, and yield. Talk to your creator because he desperately wants to hear from you. 